I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Coffee Cast with Cation and Rubin, powered by Behind the Racket, the podcast dedicated to looking at the top issues facing tennis and getting to know the players facing them. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. The Coffee Cast can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. Special thanks to our sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. And now... A real treat for us here as we get ready for the start of the main draw of the Australian Open, of which Noah Rubin will not be a part. To be joined. <laughs> it's normal, it's normal. Nah, nah, don't worry about it. Lest we forget the uh, Roger Federer match. Oh, God. Noah Rubin's still riding, riding that wave. Okay, okay. We have to start this for a second because people don't know. I don't think. Can you introduce her? Yeah, yeah people just don't understand, I think, because how close Christy and I are. I mean, between. We've Near been, death experiences. We've been to hell and back <laughs> me- multiple times. And, and hell for us was at the time was Tasmania. It was at the end of a very long trip. And we loved, we actually really enjoyed Tasmania. A beautiful country. People were super nice. But we were exhausted. <laughs> Mitchell Kruger and I are battling what? I mean, human sized spiders. <laughs> and, and apparently Tasmanian devils. <laughs> that is, yes, that is still up for discussion right now. And. Oh my God! Do you know how we remember we packed the car? Yes. <laughs> so we are in what we thought was an SUV at the time turned out to not be, and we have four people: Jamie, Loeb, Mitchell Kruger, Christy, and I, and we have all three bags on top of us, and I'm the only person that I could see literally out the car. Are and you, I still Mitchell have a, is driving. No, I'm driving. You're driving. I'm That's driving. right. Not to mention like four of the most American people <laughs> yeah. who don't know how to drive on the other side of the yeah. road. So, so just a little quick backstory. I, you know, it's a two-lane traffic, one lane each side, but we're go we're on this truck that's going super slow, and then every once in a while they have this lane where you can go around. Yeah. So to make it two, it becomes three lanes. 
and I'm nervous. I'm like, I don't think I have enough time. I see like in the far, far distance of truck. I'm like, I don't have enough time. And here I am getting name called by people saying, no, Mitchell literally Mitchell screaming. Like you, you have to go right now. Yeah. Go, go, go. Like screaming at him. Finally, I dart it. Floor it. Floor it. I'm screaming continuously in the back seat. I feel like I'm in a Fast and Furious movie. I'm like touching the truck on both sides of me. And we literally, I mean, obviously it's, maybe it's hyperbole at this point, but I, I, I saw everything. I saw my mm. life flash before my eyes and it was with Not these three others. Though. No, no, zero highlights. Yeah. yeah, honestly, it was the same day over and over again. I just love that we jumped straight into this. That's yeah. the best part. There's no <laughs> introduction, there's no nothing. It's just, we're gonna rub Noah's face right in the dirt and share a story. Honestly, that's how a lot of these <laughs> have started. But I just want people to know how close we are. I think we have the same mentality with a lot of things. Oh, yeah. We get along very well. We're extremely sarcastic, and we both like making fun of Noah. So that works out extremely well. I think so everyone I think people can agree have on to that. know that. Um, but again, we're excited to have you. Obviously, congratulations on all your recent success debut top 100 last year it is insane as you're continuously making fun of me i am still very happy for you i am i mean so how does it feel how does it feel to you know top 100 is like that first goal everybody thinks about how does it feel to actually get there uh yeah it actually doesn't feel any different um obviously like being main draw slams your your bank account says otherwise but uh you know, it just feels like, okay, I've crossed this hurdle. Now I have the next one of one continuing to stay in top 100 and then two, hopefully, you know, making it next to top 50, whatever, top 75. And um, it, it gets tougher. So you feel like you're like at the top of your game and all of a sudden it just feels like you're like playing a video game where you're like, yeah, I beat the level. <laughs> and then you're like next level. And then it's like final boss. And you're like, oh. So how, how do you enjoy it, though? I mean, you have to have some things that you've been able to enjoy, maybe that you didn't get to enjoy, say, two years ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the weird thing is, it just feels like everything's been the same. Like, you know, earlier last year, I was playing 25s, challengers regularly. Like, so this is all very new to me. I, uh, I'm trying to keep the same mentality, not put too much pressure on myself. Um, and just kind of focus on my game and growing my process because that's when I, I feel like everyone plays their best tennis and you stop focusing on place, um, I'm losing X area. amount of points this week. Like, I've got to step singles. it up because that's when Two you don't. Yeah, <laughs> Shocker. Um, yeah, so I just feel like I'm trying to keep that growth mentality open and, like, you know, this is in outside the world of tennis like how cool i get to play in the main draw of australian open um so just keeping that in perspective as well okay but obviously what happened at the u.s open as you mentioned it does change the bank account a little bit i imagine there had to be some level of some sort of splurge like uh, just a little bit (laughs) i mean i'm not talking like crazy but something right uh i put my money in a cd account like that is so standard of you i, I really I, I could have answered that for you and that's what's so disappointing i mean at least fake it at least say something i couldn't even tell you, couldn't. you. nothing like a trip did you i mean did you no. a bracelet wow. 
No, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you didn't have, get me anything? I bought arm sleeves. Yeah, you have an arm sleeve as opposed to like 18 band-aids yeah. that were like taping things together. I'm, I'm, I'm like, truly, <laughs> I'm, I'm truly yeah, No, I'm seriously having to think about it. Because you know what? Like I, a lot of the, let me tell you, that money goes fast. Mm. I'm sure no one knows himself. No, he's but, actually never been that far. <laughs> oh, <so>. but he <laughs> got the life experience of playing Roger Federer. He did. Yeah, yeah. he actually we, just passed. We haven't all gotten yeah, that. Did he, he wave to you? What? Did you guys have a moment? Who's me? <laughs> <laughs> the glasses throw him yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm not one to. I feel like genuinely, I'm very happy with my life, and I mean, like, cool. We go to. I, I spend my money on food, probably. Mm. Um, There's rainy days, so I mean. You know, yeah, but I mean, like, I've had many ra- rainy days before, so like, just catching up on. My dad's an accountant, so yeah. he's just like, well, this tax is gone. <laughs> this tax is gone. You're broke. You were at a loss this year. We're making up for that. So. You're like, when do I get to smile? I know. It's it's something though that I I mean. Noah and I have talked about it quite a bit, just that idea of finding enjoyment, finding happiness within the sport, and that's really the key. And are, are you doing that more, less? Uh, uh, yeah, so I uh, I travel with a guitar. Yeah. Um, but normally, I didn't bring it on this trip because I had way too many Christmas presents that I brought over mm-hmm. for people, so I had to bring an extra piece of luggage. Um, and I'm finding it's a lot of empty time, and I'm kind of regretting it. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, for me, it's you know hanging out with my friends, uh, and then giving myself time to just like read a book, play guitar, just be outside of the world of tennis, and yeah. I mean, and I have spoken about this before. I mean, my high was 125, and at that point, I wasn't happier. And I was talking to guys that were 70 in the world, and I was like, "When does the happiness come?" And I was like, "You know, I guess you have to make your own." I think yeah. that's really what it comes down to, and. You know, what kind of mentality switches do you like have a talk with yourself in the mirror to say, okay, I did do something that I've always wanted to do, but things aren't changing that much. So obviously I have to create my own path. I mean, is that a talk that you have to say things have to improve on my mental side to enjoy it? Because again, I, I've spoken to players where they say it doesn't change regardless of the ranking. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I would probably agree with that just because you are spending the same amount of weeks. I mean, obviously you're maybe nicer places, but you don't have time to go around and sightsee. Like you're exhausted. You go from hotel to site um, and you spend a lot of time just either watching Netflix or just like bumming. So for me, it's using that time and making it so I actually use it productively or enjoy myself, whatever music. Um, but yeah, it's a weird, I'm thinking about it as well. And I would say I wasn't, I, I found New York to be incredibly overwhelming. So I wouldn't. Tell me about it. Yeah. No one knows firsthand as I don't well, want my family in there anymore. Tired Jewish community comes out for him. Literally, I, I try to tell people that I'm playing on a day I'm not playing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, same for me growing up in that area. Your entire family rolls out and it's overwhelming to a point of where it's almost, it deters you from like, playing your best um but I guess uh yeah I don't know everything like I think I did a good job in New York of spending a lot of time by myself and also with my friends and away from the frenzy um and that's kind of I've I've been traveling with the guitar for probably two one and a half years now um and the same is it definitely helps keep me mentally more mellow and less 
it puts things in perspective as well, I guess. I've been singing recently, so maybe we can do something like, together. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that off. She's got a regular partner. Okay. But <laughs> 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 being in an uncharted territory, you know, not being in top 100 um, for a long period of time, do you have a team around you? Do you have other players you talk to? to The entourage. The entourage to navigate those... <laughs> Waters, to, because you say you know, like tournament-wise and other things like that. You don't know, and I don't know what it would be like to change my schedule fully to more mostly ATP events and stuff like that. Is that you know, kind of playing it by year, taking week by week, or what? Is yeah, it um, obvious. Jay's you know my point man, um, which is he's he's a boys' national coach, so it really doesn't work <laughs> out. Of course, I pick the one guy who doesn't can't the, actually he spent um he came to the bronx with me which was you know very far from queens um and then we spent the two weeks in flushing together and it was those were three of the best weeks um just you know actually getting to spend time with my coach that was the most time we've spent together since we started working together and like he gets it he knows how to deal with you know anxiety pressure like and he's just a super relaxed guy um so whenever i start feeling something i just send him a message and um he's definitely someone i take take the take the advice from um friends wise i just try and keep it i we don't really i feel like we don't really look for advice it's just people who you know will you know who don't talk about tennis all the time who you can have fun with who like help take your mind actually off of the sport um so I feel like the the key to happiness is like not tennis yeah. <laughs> anything but tennis <laughs> Because you spend it, you spend your whole day here. You spend your whole life thinking about it. So it's those moments where you can get off tennis that I feel like are the ones that are most productive. I've had maybe two or three conversations with you, uh, as opposed to the way too many that I've had with Noah. But I, it's clear you're a pretty, you're a critical thinker. Um, Double-edged sword. Yes. Um, how, how do you avoid that um, costing you? as much as it, I think, does some players? Uh, yeah, I guess in a terrible way, what I've done much better is uh, I've been able to dumb myself down, which maybe for my hum human growth isn't great, <laughs> but uh, for the sport of tennis, it's been great. I focus on two things a match, and like I literally repeat it. It's like a mantra that really? I just chant to myself between every point during the point. That's what I'm looking for. And then after the point, that's it's again. It's just it's in my head constantly, and it's when I find myself thinking too much. That's when I that's when I start freaking out. I'm yeah, sure Noah I don't can know anything about that. As, no. as well. Sometimes I just fall asleep um, on board. Yeah, <laughs> not a thought floating by. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm some. It's weird though, because for me, I'm my brain is on 100 all the time. Yeah. So for me, I find myself, and I'm like, I just feel. You know the like, I, I think there is some truth to like athletes um like oh there's the dumb jocks whatever and it's like yeah. you probably do play your best when there's less going on in yeah. your head and that's like i think there is some truth to that and that's what i've found when i'm playing my best tennis i couldn't tell you what i'm like it's it's the same thing i let my body my body knows what to yeah. do like just try and find a way to put yourself on autopilot How'd you get to that point? And please. where did that the idea whole, of two... Yes. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me, please. So, like, uh, I would say in the beginning of the year, I was really struggling with my confidence. And Jay, Jay was like, you know what? Just keep focusing on these two things. Mm -hmm. Literally, like, doesn't matter yeah, if you... This year, I'm sorry. Uh, beginning of 2019. Oh. Um, and, and he was like, you're going to 
you just stack up the little wins that you can get like you know I did this well today I did this well today and then whether it's mental or physical like and then before every point like literally I'm telling myself like I back myself on this next point 30 all but he's like any big point just tell it like in practice and matches just repeat to yourself like that you like believe in your it was just so corny but they're like yeah. it, it I started to feel it like in the big moments it was less about the pressure or nerves and it was more about like having like almost like faking the confidence you know like and you're, yeah. you you kind of almost believe yourself and then it, when you do win those points it, it, it it's exponential yeah. yeah you know talking about something that is obviously a topic of discussion you've talked about it on twitter a few times and i do love your tweets and so does everybody else yeah. um now mike doesn't talk to an important player such as myself you are an important player you're a main draw you've other players you know you guys have played other tournaments and stuff as you're taking a break to cough there is toxins in the air there's stuff going on what is the morale like what is the mentality the thought process for main draw players what are you guys talking about uh well first of all it's not like we're talking like first and second class citizens here <laughs> like i a lot of my friends are still in qualifying like i gibbs uh I, I came here for breakfast yesterday morning and it was my day off and she's like what are you doing here i'm like i got breakfast here she's like i see you main draw player but qualifier mentality <laughs> <laughs> i was but like that's right until I, I die I know you've been you know now you've made your debut and everything but i i you know at times it can feel like there is a separation between the main draw yeah, and the I qualifying guess. players um that's just you know kind of how it is that's where the money is that's where people feel the excitement is so that's why i'm just curious to hear um if there is any difference at all uh well in regards to the the weather it's pretty much uncharted territory in all forms uh obviously we play in china and that's you know pretty much the most pollution we ever see yeah. uh but this is something it's another animal it's you know fire smoke bush fire smoke um so i'm i'm on the player council we had an emergency meeting with craig tiley after day one because we were just so concerned we didn't understand what was going on and we wanted you know we're reading the the tweets and messages saying that they're 100 percent confident that players can go out that they have experts and we're like we don't believe you um and actually like meeting with them it was very interesting because the numbers do say the the numbers online are completely different to the ones on site which is number one uh and number two the something like this has never happened so there's not really a measure of though the expertise say yes you know these numbers are playable it's they taking the best case. every player out there was like my i'm having trouble breathing focusing my eyes hurt which i didn't even think about that your eyes would hurt from the literal smoke um so it's uh and we we gave them feedback we said we need to do better we need to treat you know not that they were taking it lightly and i don't envy the position that craig was in at all 
Um, but I think yesterday they definitely, you know, they pushed it back a couple more hours. And apparently when matches went on, the quality of air was much better than it was the day prior. Um, so it's it's a learning curve for everyone. You know, there's no data on it. There's nothing that they can rely on and fall back on and see, oh, this is what the numbers tell us. There are no numbers. We're starting the numbers now. Um, so hopefully, one, hopefully something like this never happens again. But if it does, we know that something like this, we can learn from it and grow from it. Um, and I think it, uh, that was a bit of a tangent. But just in the locker room, I think there's a lot of anxiety about it because we don't know anything about it. So we really pushed um ta to educate us educate the players as much as they can and let them know you know like because a lot of it is in the psyche as well you see the smoke and you're like there's no chance i can play in this why am i playing in this um and then turns out actually that the visuals don't quite have a correlation to the air because like you know, when you think of a house, when you think of a fire, the smoke rises and you, they tell you to stay low because the air is actually clearer down there than it is. Up. So when you look out your window and you're like, I can't see, it's not the same as when you're in, I keep saying China, but when you're in Asia and you look out your window and you can't see, you know you won't be able to breathe. Um, so it's a little bit different here, but definitely we're like communication. The, there's no such thing as over communication at this event right now because everyone's scared and nervous that idea of player council um, and, and you having such a, a part of it um, when you're kind of making that breakthrough is, is pretty impressive. Um, do you feel comfortable in that role on the player council? Uh, so in the beginning, I, I've been, this is, it's, I started like US Open, right after US Open in 2018. Um, and it was so intimidating being, you know, Venus, Vika, Luce Safarova, all these, you know, really, really big names. And obviously Venus has done so much for the women's game in general. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of like, I represent the little people. <laughs> like nobody cares about us, but I'm going to try. Um, you know, but they were very open to hearing what I had to say. I think I also kind of brought a little bit of a different perspective, kind of going to college and spending time away from tennis and then coming back and kind of yeah. being able to see it maybe in a little bit of a different light um and then having this new crew come in with maddie sloan gabby um it's weird because i i find it bizarre that last year i was i think the youngest person in on the council at 27 is or 26 is not that's not young right. in the slightest right. and then this year i'm one of the oldest ones within you know maybe joe's one or two years older than me um i think gabby and alex are we're all around the same age but you know donna uh, sloan maddie they're all younger and i think it's much more like it's been great to see such a dynamic shift and there's so much energy and like fresh and it's really cool to see so now i kind of feel like a veteran yeah. um <laughs> everyone's kind of first timer first timers on council as well so yeah. um yeah, it's really cool to see the different personalities and how they, I feel like everyone's been working really well together. You know, in a perfect world, if you had one wish right now, if, you know, if you could say, if we could change one thing, maybe based on the circumstances we're dealing with, what would you like to see change? Whether that's WTA or ATP or tennis in general, what, if you had a wand? Are we talking about like this event? Or are we talking about the like, in general? Because you know we we've, we've spoken about how Big players picture. should Big you know picture. cooperate together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I want to see more combined events. I think they make it so so exciting, and we see like 
those events are the ones that do the best like for you know the ATP and WTA to kind of join hands and be like we're going to do this together especially yeah. it, I think it would be an incredible product to you know sell to sponsors and events and everything um, and, and it's one of the few only sports to be able to brag about this you know that's something that should be celebrated not like we shouldn't be fighting each other and trying to compare and contrast constantly it's like guys this is you know obviously with you know some older legends kind of on the tail end of their career it's like what's going to be next for tennis like we really have to find a way to kind of know what the next step is and i think the the more we can stay together the stronger it will be that's also gives me and, and you the opportunity to get together at times as we did in stockton um and and mock that's not what fella. i had in mind okay but um, i mean that's that's the um, way i look at it. <laughs> the, the, the mocking the of the fella. little guy you said fella little you said fella. little fella <laughs> all right that's fine but no there are definitely times where, <laughs> there are definitely times where i've seen you're like, an angry little elf <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She also likes to call me schmuck a lot, which is just crazy. It's a great yeah. word. It you is know, a great like word. And then, she great tap, word. and then she taps me. It's abuse. I mean, we have to. I, I feel. I feel <laughs> can't even talk. I can't even talk. Nobody, nobody listen. Oh, it's yeah. it's one of the few podcast. times yeah. that you can't speak. It's incredible. Yeah, usually, they don't. Even it's if I do speak, nobody listens. That's okay. Can I? Can I give you mine? I'm gonna just interrupt you. So, I I I don't know if you're on the Yang Gang. Uh, backing the presidential candidate, Mr. Yang, but I'm, the one thing I'm actually like to take out of his campaign for tennis is actually the idea of the universal basic income. You've had the opportunity now to be on the, the real positive side on it. You've also been on the very negative side of it. Um, is there a way to potentially balance that and, and find for just tennis? A bit, yeah, for tennis, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I mean, a, a obviously. Uh, so uh, it's so it seems so simple of obviously the distribution needs to be to lower level yeah lower rounds lower tournaments that whole thing um but someone's got to fund it that's and the people who want to fund it don't want the distribution to go like that so if you had people who were like yeah low like if i hit the lottery i'd be like yeah qualifiers first second round guess what guys you get the money you get the money (laughs) like i would be all for it but these people who host these tournaments they don't want the lower like they don't care about yeah yeah, they want like i think for one of the wta tournaments the guy said like he wasn't impressed with the semi finals whatever whatever the year before so he's gonna increase like finals and winners by like a million dollars only those two get away from the semis wow no 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 no. he was going to input an extra it was you know right right there was that kind of money but he was like i don't i don't care about the rest i want i want the big names to get motivated to win these tournaments and that's something you can't there's it's like oh please like (laughs) please don't do that right you know it's like they don't need the money but you know at this rate that's the only real thing that can motivate top players that extra bit is oh even more money and it's it's crazy because yeah, obviously it's not too different from countries as well. But like, when the top have so much money, though, a little bit of money won't entice them. It's got to be a lot. So to like keep them at peace, it's just this like, you just have to keep shoveling money to the top, 
And then if you don't, you know, we can say, oh, well, let's sh put money towards the middle and bottom. Guess what? Like, the, the money at Slams is so good now that the top players don't have to play the WTA tournaments. They have absolutely no reason to. So what do we have to do? We have to create a bonus for the top players. Hey, if you in basically invest in the WTA, then guess what? You get even more money. Yeah. So the lower players are like, wait, but what about us? And it's like, guess what? If they play, that's better for you. So it's in a way, that's a trickle down effect, which sucks that you have to rely on it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like your hands are tied. Like what else can, unless you can find uh, again, like Noah Rubin wins the lottery. Actually, you're probably not getting a cent if he wins that. But <laughs> <laughs> can I just win for once, please? <laughs> Please, any win, any time, please. Do you want to ask your question? No, I mean, yeah, so towards the end of the podcast, and I know a lot of people, now that I'm speaking, are going to turn off the podcast, so I'll just go along anyway. Do you ever see men and women players working together? Is that is that ever going to come? Because there are a lot of times where we are told that ATP is so separate from WTA. Don't work with them. Don't talk with them. That's not what you're supposed to do. You look out for ATP. Well, I can't speak on behalf of ATP players, but I'm pretty sure the WTA is very willing to... Oh, the players will. The pl yeah, yeah, the players. I mean, okay. I, I know maybe perhaps some of the men are a bit more old-fashioned and, you know, anti-whatever, but, um, you know, they're on their way out, hopefully, so... Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty, like, you know, obviously we want the whole, like, yeah, women and, but at the same time, like, we also understand that we're not trying to be, that the whole point of feminism is not to be better than men, it's just to be equal and to join forces with the problem, you know, the, the, the fear is that if we were to work together that the ATP would just kind of want to, like, manhandle it, the situation and take literally. full control. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, but, uh yeah and then and then you know we don't want to put ourselves in a situation where we're not getting our fair share that we're just riding on coattails that we're just you know we should be thankful to even be a part of it um so if if it were possible to be taken if we were be able to be taken seriously and have our half of the say and bargain then i mean i'm pretty sure every player wouldn't I uh, I just want to say I really enjoy the dynamic between the two of you, uh, quite a bit. Um, mostly because I yeah, nobody can see this beat, but Noah is like holding his hands together, and he looks like he's literally shrunk. I'm, um, he's like literally shrinking into yeah, himself. So I wish you were there. <laughs> we're at the end. We, I left. So it was Australia, Australia. I went to Hawaii and then went back to Australia. We're at the end of a month and a half trip. Yeah. I lost a piece of myself that couple of weeks. There's a piece of me still in Tasmania. So, and uh, Christy has a lot to do with that. <laughs> it's like, uh, what, what are the Death Eaters in, in Harry Potter? I mean, they've just taken they sucked some, of, soul. Yeah, sucked yeah. Out some yeah. of his soul. No, but honestly, Christy's one of the few people that I can actually get along with and pushes me to the edge every once in a while. I challenge good. him. Yeah, I can you know, tell. In every sense, you know, to be better, to be worse, to be his best self, there's to be no, his worst self. There's no lower, though. Which No, I mean, no, this is it. This is... This is rock, rock bottom. bottom. Welcome. I mean, can you really be at rock bottom at a slam, though? I mean, we are sitting at... Thank you for letting me be your physio for the week so that I could actually have access to this yeah. plush area. You're taking care of my body. How, how, how ironic. ironic. Everything, is, everything is falling apart. The world is upside down. <laughs> Christy, thank you. I really appreciate it. No, thanks, guys. That was fun.
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoRuben33 and at MikeCTennis. We want to hear your opinions and stories behind the racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us ratings on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you behind the racket on the Coffee Cast with Cation and Ruben. <laughs>